What's up, guys? This is the Dirt Bike Channel podcast. I should say guys and gals because I know there's some women out there that are listening to this. Hopefully, we'll get more and more as time goes on. I'm Kyle Brotherson. I'm the host of Dirt Bike Channel. Um, today, I got a pretty cool topic. We're going to be talking to Hunter uh, from allkidsbike.org. Really, really cool program where they're bringing, uh, trying to bring learning pedal bikes, specifically with Strider bikes, into school curriculums. And we'll talk about all of the good that they're doing and how you can get involved with that. And it's a big thing. Uh, you're probably thinking, why is a moto guy? Why is the Dirt Bike Channel podcast talking about pedal bikes? Well, it's because it's the gateway drug, if you will. It's the way that we get into the sport. You don't end up owning or riding a motorcycle unless you already know how to ride a pedal bike. So that's that. Uh, if you want to support this podcast before we jump into it, I should just mention that uh, one of the best ways you can do it is use my links to Rocky Mountain ATV. You can, after you click on one of my links, one of my Dirt Bike Channel links for Rocky Mountain ATV, you can buy anything they sell. It helps to support the podcast, helps to support the YouTube channel, helps to support all of this. And if you're doing it in the month of March, we have a sweepstakes going on and you can get entered to win the Gas Gas EC300 that I'm giving away and my... Uh, my son's KTM 65 SX. So that'll be given away as well. So that's what we got going on today. I'm pretty excited about this uh, conversation with Hunter. And without further ado, I think I will just fade the music here just a little bit to set the mood, you know, <laughs> and we will jump right into that conversation. So uh, I'll check back in with you at the end. Actually, I probably won't because I think I'll just end the podcast after I'm done with, with Hunter. But uh, check this out. If you have any questions or you have podcast suggestions, topics, you can always reach out to me, Kyle at dirtbikechannel.com or customer service at dirtbikechannel.com. Okay, let's get into the podcast here with Hunter. Okay, so we've got uh, Hunter, Hunter Johnson in here. Hunter is with All Kids Bike. Um, and Hunter contacted me, what, a couple months ago, I think it was back in December and we had a phone conversation and I just think it's a really interesting, it's an interesting topic, especially for me in dirt bikes, because one of the things I'm trying to do is grow the sport of dirt bikes, grow the sport of, you know, riding on two wheels, but you can't just start with a motorcycle. You have to start with, you know, teaching kids or teaching people how to ride on two wheels. And every kid is a little bit different. I've got four kids. Um, and I kind of learned the hard way training wheels suck and there's, there's a better way to go about this. Um, and, and even, even just as, as recent as last night, I was actually my, my 13 year old son, he's almost 14. He wants to join the mountain bike team with the junior high that he's at. And it kind of segues up to the high school. And so I was in a room with, I don't know, a hundred kids and their parents last night. Uh, just talking about, you know, everyone getting involved in mountain bike riding. And I'm just thinking and all the cool things that they're doing. And I was thinking so much about this conversation that we were now, we're, we're now going to have today, Hunter. Um, because I think all of this, all of this really, it, it's all just one, you know, one funnel. What we're trying to do is get more people into bikes, whether it's pedal bikes, whether it's uh, motorcycles, and it all starts kind of down at the ground level. And that's where where you guys are so much, so much of what we talk about in motorsport, whether it's supercross, motocross, off-road racing, or just playing out in the desert or the mountains, we want to grow the sport. We want it to flourish. And the ground level is right where you guys are with all kids bikes. So uh, that's my intro introduction. So Hunter, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you're doing with all kids, uh, all kids bike. Right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having me on Kyle. Um, I'm glad we could connect and and have this conversation. Um, so we're up here in Rapid City, South Dakota. I grew up uh, up here in a small town called Hot Springs. We're in the Black Hills. And i had been gone for about 17 years and moved back a couple of years ago. And it's a good place to ride dirt bikes and, you know, ride bikes and mountain bikes and all that. And I kind of grew up, um, I was big into BMX riding, like dirt jumping and things like that. And I raced dirt bikes when I was a kid. But then I kind of got more into bicycles in my, my teenage years. And uh, my dad always just told me that I was going to get hurt more on my bicycle than on my motorcycle. And that ended up being true. Um, broke my leg riding my BMX bike. But uh, Is that because you yeah, were doing always, big, big air or tricks or something like that? What happened? Yeah. So I had like, uh, you know, like some dirt jumps. Like I had like a six pack that I'd, I would get home from school and I would just go dig and build jumps. And uh, yeah, just riding and probably 
I was trying some trick and yeah, I just broke my legs. How it goes, I guess. But um, yeah, so, you know, um, just always kind of been into motorcycles and bicycles. And, um, you know, I have two kids and as soon as, I mean, my kids couldn't even walk and, you know, I got them striders and just super excited to get them on them and get them learning and, um, you know, just to be able to go out and ride with them. And I started here at All Kids Bike and basically the goal of All Kids Bike is to get every kid to ride a bike in kindergarten PE class. Um, It's kind of crazy. You don't really think about it. You know, like guys like you and I are kind of the enthusiasts. So for us, it's like, yeah, we ride. Our kids are going to ride. They're going to learn how to ride bikes. Um, Most people aren't like that. You know, a lot of people don't even teach their kids how to ride ride a bike today. Um, Kids are so into their screens and video games and things like that, that they, they don't ever, you know, go outside and play and like learn to ride a bike and ride around and ride to their friend's house and do all that kind of stuff. So all kids bike mission is to teach the kids how to ride a bike in their kindergarten PE class at school. So, you know, you have kids that don't have the opportunity to have a bike at home, um, or maybe they have one and their parents just don't take the time to teach them. They can learn that skill at school and, you know, everybody gets to do it because it's right there at school. Um, so that's kind of our mission. And, and, you know, we're working towards making that happen all across the country. I think that's so interesting because we, there's so many things that we're trying to teach our kids in school, but yeah, it, at least where I grew up, uh, pedal bikes, uh, was not part of the curriculum. Um, and, and what you're saying is this needs to be part of the curriculum. It's the mission of all kids bike is to make sure that everyone gets some exposure to this two wheeled, you know, phenomenon, which has been around for what, 150 years. Like we've had pedal bikes for 150 years. And in fact, even, you know, I've heard it said before that the most efficient means of transportation that we've ever devised as a human race is a bicycle. Right. And so it makes sense that we teach more people about how this works. You said something um, that I think a lot of our, a lot of the listeners to Dirt Bike Channel, they will understand what a strider is, but you just said it like casually, and I know we're going to get into it, but can you just, you said, I got my kids striders. What, what does that mean for uh, people right, who don't so, know what that means? Right. Um, so a strider is basically a, a balance bike. Um, you know, you can, I had one for my, I think I bought one for my daughter when she was probably nine months old. Um, it's a bike so with no, it's a bike with no pedals, right? Right. No pedals. So they get on it and they, they stride, essentially they're running with the bike, you know, in between their legs. And as they progress, they can pick their feet up, put them on the little pegs and balance and learn the proper, you know, proper cornering techniques and things like that. They, the skills that you need to know when you're riding a bike and, uh, you know, the, the, the thing right now, and, you know, when we were probably both kids is training wheels and, um, you know, training wheels don't really teach you the proper mechanics of how to turn a bicycle or, you know, um, you know, you don't get the leaning, you don't develop that balance and kids become dependent on them. Um, you know, then you'll see like, I mean, I've seen kids with training wheels on the bikes, you know, you bend them all the way up. So it's like, a, it's still for them. They're, they're still there, but they're really not, they get to a point where they're probably not even using them, but they don't feel comfortable riding with them on there. So, I mean, you just get rid of them all together and you just start going through the proper way of learning how to ride and then developing it into, um, you know, the pedaling and the balancing. And um, that's basically what, what striders are. And um, Ryan McFarland, who started strider in 2007, basically did it because he had his son, um, you know, he wanted to get just like any kind of moto dad, you know, he wanted to get out on the trails with his, get his kids into it as quickly as possible. And, um, he basically had this idea and kind of worked in his garage and built this bike and, you know, it's kind of become what it is today. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I remember, so with, I've got four kids and my, and, uh, and one thing I would, one caveat I would say is if there's anything I've learned as a parent is that all kids are different. Every single, all, all right. four of my kids are different. They learn at different you know, stages or different, different speeds. They have different, um, motor skills, gross motor versus fine motor it's really, really apparent within just my small sample set of kids. Um, so I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush, but I just want to ex- just in a couple minutes, here's what my experience was. My first born, 
uh, Kaylee, she's a girl. She's 16, almost 17 now. She, it wasn't, I didn't get her. I started her on training wheels because that was the only thing I knew. I had done training wheels when I was a kid. My sisters did training wheels. And so I started my daughter on training wheels and I couldn't get her off training. She was on training wheels for a couple of years. And it, I think she was around six when she finally like it snapped and she got off training wheels right at that same time. Like within a couple of weeks, I heard about a Strider bike and I had a, a four-year-old son at that time and a two-year-old son at that time. And I bought a Strider bike. Um, the, the four-year-old had been on training wheels for maybe a, a few weeks or whatever. I, I guess probably, you know, a year. I got that Strider bike within three days. My four-year-old didn't need training meals, wheels anymore. And within about a week, my two-year-old was busting all over on the Strider bike <clears throat> with, without feet up on like the little frame, just cruising. And my mind almost exploded because I'm like, I've got a six-year-old who's, who's, you know, she just barely learned how to do this, barely learned how to ride a bike. I got a four-year-old now that has got it. And because of the Strider bike and also maybe because some, some general you know, good motor skills from this two-year-old gross motor skills. I got a two-year-old. And so it, it really felt like I got three kids riding a bike within what I felt like was a month of, and they were all at different ages. And, and at that point I looked at the training wheels that I had taken off my four-year-old's bike. And I was looking at those and I'm going, that's a crutch. Like that is not the right way to teach. It just seemed so apparent to me that the training wheel was the wrong way to go. And, and then I thought, well, I've got it all figured out. So then we had a fourth child and I got her the Strider bike at about a year before she could even do it. And she's, she's now four and now she's finally getting it. So it took her a longer time. And so I haven't done training wheels and I, I think training wheels are kind of a still, I, I do believe the training wheels are a crutch, but the, the Strider bike was instrumental in helping my kids ride. But then I got humbled a little bit by thinking like, oh, I can get my fourth, I can get this, this uh, fourth child to be able to ride a bike at two. She couldn't, she didn't, mm. she didn't want to, she didn't get it. And so I was just patient with her. And now here she is at four and she can, she can do it. And now I need to introduce into her like this pedaling thing. But uh, what, what is, what is all kids bike? What, what is the curriculum? What is kind of, I mean, the mission statement is to get all kids on bikes, but what is it, what does it look like? How do you try to, you know, teach kids to ride? What, what are some of the mission uh, initiatives and prerogatives that you guys have? So the process with all kids bike is um, the first step would, would be to, you know, if you're a, a PE teacher or a principal or whatever, you're listening to this, um, we have an application process. So fill out the application. Um, once we receive that application, you, you come into, um, you go to a gal in our office, Bethany, who, if your school opts into it, they build a fundraising page for the school. Um, so all the money that's raised to get the, the program's $5,000. It comes with 24 Strider 14X balance bikes. That's the next size up from the, the 12 inch. And it's a, it's a pedal conversion bike. So there's one bolt that goes in. You basically bolt the cranks and the sprockets on with one bolt. So as you progress in the, the training, they, you know, they bolt that on and the kids are pedaling, but the application comes in, we get the, the fundraising page set up. Um, and then the schools can, you know, do various ways that they, they can raise funds. Um, we have grants that come in um, for schools. We have various organizations that we work for that want to fund schools. Um, but we also have a fundraising specialist on, on staff here who assists schools with finding grants and fundraising ideas. So once the school, once the money is raised, the $5,000, we ship the bikes to the school. Um, PE teacher gets them. And usually a lot of times what they'll do is they'll um, incorporate like uh, older classes to so say like fourth and fifth graders. They'll bring them in and have them help them assemble these bikes. Okay. And they're really simple to put together. You can put them together in like two to three minutes, um, get the bikes all set up. And then the, then once the teacher is ready to start implementing it, we have an eight week teaching curriculum. And it basically starts at assuming kids have never even seen a bicycle before. Um, so it's got various things you can do, you know, little, they practice standing there, um, kind of leaning, things like that, start moving forward, walking with the bike. Um, 
once they get into that and there's like games involved, they start to play like red light, green light, fun games. Um, and then as it progresses, you get to like the sixth week. And then by that time, the kids are running with these things, you know, running, getting them going, putting their feet up, turning. Um, it's pretty cool to see. And then you put the pedals on and it, it's crazy to see, like, you know, you have kids that have never even ridden a bike before and you put these pedals on and it's like, boom, they're, they're pedaling these bikes around the gym class, um, racing around the gym class. It's, it's really entertaining to watch. Um, but that's how the, the process works. And, um, you know, basically how the, the PE teachers kind of seem to do it in units. So they'll do like a biking unit where they'll, they'll run through it, you know, eight weeks, a couple months, run through it, um, get the kids in there and they kind of do their, they basically just implement it in with their normal stuff that they would do basketball, that kind of thing in blocks. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see. We have a, a lot of PE teachers that are just blown away by the success and seeing the, these kids, you know, the confidence that these kids have, like once they learn how to ride and, you know, they start off just screaming or scared. And then by the end of the eight weeks, they're, <clears throat> they're just ripping. So it's pretty cool to watch. I love it. And I'm just, I'm just kind of perusing over the website right now. It's allkidsbike.org. Um, where you can get the information and there's several pictures up on there of basically exactly what you're talking about. Just kids having a lot of fun at, at various levels um, and getting some experience here on, on these bikes. That's pretty cool that yeah. it's a, so I have, I, I haven't actually purchased this, this Strider 14 X. In fact, I think I'm going to do that now, probably after this call. Cause I've got the Strider 12. I've had several Strider 12s for my kids. Right. Um, but I, it's definitely time to move my four-year-old up to a Strider 14. Yeah. The 14 X is really cool. Like I said, it's, um, it's bigger, you know, it's really good for, uh, you know, kids that are, I would say like four to six, you know, our program is tailored for kindergartners, but it can also work for first graders, you know, unless you're have like really big kids. I think there's an 80 pound weight limit on the bike. Um, but it's really, you know, it's really neat because like I said, you know, if the, if the, child isn't confident with pedaling you leave it off and they can just stride with the bike like a normal um a normal strider but then once they get to that point it's just one bolt that bolts up the cranks and the sprockets and then they have a pedal bike yeah so it's a really neat really neat bike and um really kind of opens the doors up for you know kids in that learning phase and it's it's ideal for kindergartners and, and first graders too. That's you know that's why we use it with the with the curriculum. And the one that we use for the the a big concern we have two big big concerns with the program in schools and it's storage. What are we going to do with all these bikes? Um, PE teachers wonder that. And uh, the other thing is the tires. Like no PE teacher wants to have to come in and change you know fifteen tubes because they have fifteen flats. So. The, the bikes that we use for the all kids bike program have a, uh, a no flat tire. It's essentially like a, almost like a moose, you know, for a, for a, like a really hard moose or a, like a dirt bike. Um, but it's the tire. And, uh, so that's really convenient. makes it really easy. And I mean, it's very, very little maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that too. It's nice because with the, with the foam tires or I don't know what they are, really lightweight rubber foam rubber right. type tire. You never have to have any, have any flats. That That's a good, that's a good thing to bring up because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to, I mean, I, one of my biggest like pet peeves with, you know, riding dirt bikes is having to change tires and all that all the time. And I can't imagine having to come in and change like 20 flat tires on a bunch of bikes before a PE class. So yeah, we, we try to make it as easy as possible. And um, yeah, that's relatively low maintenance. And, you know, like I said, with storage, we have some, some really good storage options um, that we, we offer some plans and things that we do with, uh, um, with the school. So, so let's talk about why, I mean, so we've talked a little bit about the, you know, what the program is. Why do you think it's important? I mean, why is this, what, what's, what's the motivation behind this? Why, why is this so important to all kids bike? Well, in, in your, in your opinion, to get kids on bike, what, what's the, what's, what's the draw? I think the, the main thing, you know, is kind of touched on it earlier. We're kind, we kind of live in an age where, um, you know, the, the easy thing to do is, you know, you put your, put your kids on a device and, you know, I mean, there's kids spending seven, eight, nine hours a day, you know, looking at uh, screens and playing video games and things like that. 
And, you know, the general health of the population is declining, especially what we've gone through with like the last couple of years, you know, with everything. Um, so I think, you know, now more than ever getting, getting kids active and, you know, instilling that love of being outside and exercise, um, you know, if you start that young, it carries in throughout their whole life. Um, so that's kind of our, 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 you know, our goal and, and what we hope, um, we're doing with this program is just teaching, teaching kids a lifelong skill that, I mean, builds confidence, uh, their health, everything, but also, um, just builds a stronger, healthier population as they get older. And, um, you know, it's just good for the overall well-being of the entire country. So that's kind of our, our thing is just, um, you know, trying to get people active again and, and get them involved with this. And then there's other, you know, other aspects of it as well. You know, like I'm a, I'm a moto guy. Like I said, I grew up riding dirt bikes and street bikes. And, um, you know, I kind of look at what we're doing is essentially building the next generation of, you know, moto enthusiasts, you know, future champions and cycling enthusiasts and future champions by getting them, um, giving kids this opportunity to learn this skill who may not otherwise have it, you know, um, in their life. So that's, I think the importance of what, of the all kids bike program on the, the motorcycle industry um, and, the, and the cycling industry is, uh, it's very important. I think, uh, you know, what we're doing is going to be uh, making an impact in years to come with, uh, within the motorcycle world. Yeah, I totally agree because if you if you stop and think about it, one of the big issues that <clears throat> we have as a dirt bike community is uh, limited access to trails. Depending on where you live in, in the country, it can be very difficult to find someplace that's legal for you to ride a dirt bike. And part of that reason is because we're, we're a small demographic, we're a small user group. And, you know, there's some challenges, like sometimes you have some bad apples or whatever that are maybe destroying things for other people or, or kind of making a bad mm -hmm. name for people. But if we can get more people into these sports, the more people into the sports, the better, uh, because then we'll have, you know, it, it will be bigger groups. We can, we can, you know, do more trail maintenance. We can open up more trails and, and those types of things. And I just think it's, it's a good thing for the entire industry. And I also love what you say about just getting kids outside, um, with, with my kids, there's, there's, I'm hoping it's a little bit of a healthy balance. They, uh, like, like my dad, when I was growing up, he was like, no video games, you know, you're not going to have, so I, I grew up with no Nintendo, no nothing. So I was kind of on the extreme side of that. And I've loosened it up on my kids where I'm just like, Hey, look, we're going to go do, we're going to be involved in some sports. So whether it's basketball, dirt bikes, you know, track and field or whatever. And now I've got one son that wants to get into mountain bike on the mountain bike team, but I'm also saying, Hey, it's okay for you to do a little bit of stuff on this, on screens as well. We just need to have some balance with it. And exactly. I'm just, I'm just exactly. trying to, I'm just trying to raise balanced kids. Um, so they get a little bit of experience with everything and it's amazing how fast they learn. I mean, I, I've just, I was playing some video games with my kids just the other, the other day. They're so much better than me at the video games. Um, and, but also at the same time, they're so much better than me at riding motorcycles at, you know, they're, they're anywhere from six to 13, 14, and they're so far advanced of where I was at six or 14. And so they're, they're kind of learning a lot of things and I'm just trying to expose them to a number of things. I want them to be physically fit. And that's where, that's where dirt bikes or pedal bikes or all this stuff. We're out there making jumps. Like we're out there building jumps. It was a couple of weeks ago. My my boys came and they said, Hey dad, we got all this wood. My friend has all this wood, but we want to make a jump and we don't know how. And I'm sitting there going, well, I'm not a woodworker, but we went outside. We spent the afternoon and we built pedal bike jumps and it, it was fun, you know? And then the next day they're playing some video games and I'm just trying to be like, Hey, we're, I'm not going to be super, you know, Nazi about any of this stuff, but I want you to be exposed to a lot of different things. I want you to be well-rounded and I want you to have good physical fitness. I want you to have good mental acuity. I think that if we can expose kids to, you know, a very, a wide range of experiences, that's, we're going to probably develop more balanced people, you know? Right. And so this thing, this all kids bike is, is very fascinating to me because I do think about all the, all the different 
you know, family dynamics that are out there and the different socioeconomic problems and challenges, especially inside of cities. You know, if you live in an inner city or something like this, maybe it's New York, maybe it's Philadelphia, you know, you might be living in an apartment and you're, and you don't, you don't have the ability to provide even the opportunity for a bike for your kid. And it seems like life moves so fast. Next thing you know, you've got a kid who's eight, nine, 10, and they don't have, and they've never ridden a bike. You know, probably a lot of the people listening to this podcast are not maybe in that same demographic, but we have to realize this is happening Yeah, because you, you mentioned one, and I don't know where you get the statistic, but you mentioned in, in one of the conversations that we had, and even in the outline, as we went over the, what we wanted to cover three quarter of the kids in the U S won't ride a bicycle yeah, once this year. Where do you, where does that, where does that come from? Like, can we talk about that? Um, yeah, there's a, I have to, I can find the exact website of it with the statistic, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's startling the amount of kids that won't ride a bicycle even once this year. Um, we have a, on the, on our YouTube channel, there's a little mini documentary, um, about a school in the Bronx that got, that got this program. And the majority of these kids had never even been around a bicycle. I mean, you know, six, five, six years old never even see, like seen a bicycle and they got them into their school and their PE teacher taught these kids how to ride a bike. Um, you know, like where, where I, where I live here in South Dakota, um, and it's probably similar to where you are. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the kids, it's more, it's more rural. So like a lot more of the kids kind of get into riding bikes and things like that. But what we're seeing, especially in the inner cities is, like what I just said, a lot of these kids are never even exposed to it. Um, and if they are, they don't have a good safe place to ride. Um, like I said, maybe the parents don't have time to take them to the park and, and, and teach them how to ride. Um, so, you know, it just makes sense to offer it in schools and give them a chance to, to, you know, develop the skill that, you know, they may, they may do it and, you know, it changes their life. And, you know, next thing I know, they're, you know, trying to become a professional you know, bicycle racer, BMX rider, you know, um, getting into the industry somehow. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, I think the thing with, with that is, is it goes back to, there's just a lot more distraction now that kind of take away from, you know, riding a bike than there were like you know, when I was a kid or when you were a kid. Um, so we're trying to, trying to bring back that, that bike culture and, and, just at least expose the kids and give them a chance to, to, you know, develop a skill and learn it and, um, you know, have some fun while they're doing it. But uh, what you were kind of talking about with kids, my son is very similar. He's, he's five. And, you know, I got him, I got him on the strider before he could even walk. I was trying to get him to do it. And he kind of took to it like a, like a duck in water. You know, he just, I have videos of him at two years old, just ripping on this thing. And, um, you know, he loves riding bikes. Like I'll take him to the, the pump track and do all that. And he does stuff. I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine doing that when I was five years old, like just rolling over the big jumps and things. But if I let him, he would look at an iPad all day long. You know, he would sit there and like look at an iPad and try to pl- and play games and do that all day long. Um, so, you know, like go, going back to what you were saying with, you know, situations vary. Um, the majority of people that probably listen to this podcast are, you know, enthusiasts. So with, you know, if you have kids, you're going to try to get them into what, what, what we're into, but a lot of people, that's not the case. And, you know, the easy thing to do is just, you know, mom and dad are working or busy. Here's the iPad, um, you know, distract yourself with that. So we try to be the outlet to, you know, teach these kids, these, this skill in a place where, um, you know, everybody can learn it and that's in school and, you know, maybe that, that translates in, in, into the rest of their life and, you know, they, they build from there. Yeah. One of the reasons I think, I mean, it's just one of the reasons why we send our kids to school and, and why we spend so much money on education is just to expose our kids and our society to various ideas and various topics, you know, because probably nobody, there's very few kids that grow up thinking that they want to be some chemical engineer uh, when they're four, five, six, but they go through school and they're like, "Oh, I have an interest in this this uh, field of study or whatever," and this is how we get mathematicians, and this is how we get marine biologists, and this is how 
we get, you know, computer scientists and all these things. Um, but it's also how we get motorcycle enthusiasts. It's how we get dirt bike racers. It's how we get street bike racers is by exposing them to various things. And, uh, in, in this, in the world that we live in, there's so many different opportunities to make money in various ways. I mean, who would have thought if you, if you would have told my dad or my mom or dad, my parents 30 years ago, that your son would be making money by doing videos and podcasts about dirt bikes and it would be enough to support a family, they would have said no way. And it's just crazy. Like there's so many opportunities now with the internet to kind of even make a career out of this, some of this stuff, but it all starts in our industry of like dirt bikes or pedal bikes or electric bikes. It all starts at this ground level, the foundation which is, you know, getting people, getting people the skills to ride right. a bicycle. My, my daughter, my four-year-old, she sees the fact that all the other kids in the family have dirt bikes and she wants, she wants a dirt bike. Yeah. And I've been telling her for the last couple of years, like, there's a few things we got to do. You've got to get good at your Strider bike. Um, you've got to get good at pedaling and you've got to be, you've got to be able to ride a pedal bike. And as I've told her as soon as, as soon as you're really good at a pedal bike, then I'll get you a dirt bike. Um, and she's into that. Like she wants to just climb that ladder. We, we talk about a ladder, like, like pedal bikes being the first rung of the ladder. And she is seeing that. And she's like, I want to progress up this ladder and get motorcycles. And, and that's, that's what I think is so magical. Like, this is why I wanted to, I think it's important even just for my industry. My, my interest is because getting kids on bikes is the gateway in order to grow all of these other things that are so near and dear to me. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and there's, there's so many benefits. There's so many benefits to like getting into a sport like this, getting into dirt bikes, getting into pedal bikes. Even last night at that, that, uh, riders meeting, the parents meeting for this mountain bike team, the guy said something that I say all the time, which is you're going to do hard things. We're going to teach you how to do hard things. And I'm going, this is what I tell my kids every time we go dirt biking is we're learning how to do hard things. And the mountain bike community is saying the same thing, you know, because you have to push yourself. Uh, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's the same in the BMX community. It's like, we're going to train, we're going to do these things. We're going to have, you know, we're going to, work really hard to be able to accomplish these goals. And it's cool that you're doing something outside and something physical because as the world has become more and more addicted to screens, we have to, we almost have to be more and more creative about how to get our kids, um, exercise opportunities because it's, it's so easy to just sit inside. Even, you know, guys like me, people think, Oh, you, it's, you must, it must be awesome to be paid to ride dirt bikes. I'm like, no, I'm just paid to sit in front of the computer and answer questions or I'm paid to sit in front of the computer and edit video or whatever. Most of what I do is sitting in this room at this computer at this chair. And so I've had to be, I've had to get creative and be like, okay, I need a strength program. I need a cardio program and I need to be very regimented with this stuff. And if we can teach kids at a young age, the importance of being physically fit, physically active and, uh, you know, you know, creating some goals and then achieving those goals. I think that's a positive thing for society overall. Definitely. You know, the, the confidence thing is huge. And that's like, you know, that's what's really cool to see with these kids when they learn how to do it, you know, learning how to ride a bike, you know, can be really, really challenging for kids. And we're doing some stuff right now where we're updating our teaching curriculum. We're doing videos. So we've been teaching, um, We've been going to a local PE class for the last uh, eight weeks and uh, working with the kindergarten class and running through the curriculum and getting all these kids, um, you know, learning to ride. And the confidence that you see, you know, initially they come in and some of them are familiar. Some of them aren't, um, you know, they're scared, crying. Um, but as they progress and you see that confidence and they're like, they're realizing I'm doing this, you know, I'm, I'm learning this skill, I'm developing it. I mean, that'll carry through for a lifetime, you know, like, like you said about, you know, do hard things, you know, if they do something hard, you know, if a, if a child is, you know, riding a bike, learning to ride is the hardest thing that they've done. They're going to remember that and be able to draw on that experience as they go forward in life, you know, getting into, you know, if they want to get into engineering, oh, this is really hard. Well, I know I can do hard things because I've done it before. So, you know, the, the challenges and things like that are, are just 
so important um, for kids to 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 learn how to to face and to overcome. And I mean, you grow so much from from learning how to do hard stuff and uh, sticking with it and not giving up and you know reaching a setting a goal and reaching it. Um, and I think that's just very important to uh, to you know to instill in the, in the kids. These I try to do that with my kids. Um, you know, let them, you know, teach them that they can, they can pretty much do anything if they try their hardest and and put their mind to it. Yeah. And riding a bike is kind of strange because it's hard, hard, hard. And then all of a sudden one at one moment, usually it just clicks. It just, it just clicks. Um, similar. That's one of the, that's one of the coolest things about, you know, going to the classes and seeing the program is when a kid is like, Oh man, you know, they're getting frustrated. They're, they're uh, crying. They're kind of pouting a little bit, you know, and then all of a sudden just boom, they've got it. Yeah. And like, that's it, you know, that like, it's like the aha moment, you know, like it's really awesome to see that. Yeah. I just watched it recently with my four-year-old daughter who has just now kind of cracked that code because last year, even last fall, she was on the strider bike and she was not really striding with it. What happens is, as you kind of described, they're just kind of walking with it and then they start running with it. And then the strides become longer and longer um, between where they're putting their feet down. And then all of a sudden something happens and then they can go four, five, six, seven, eight feet between putting a foot down and it's just clicked. And that has happened with my daughter, even just probably in the last a uh, few weeks. And then what, what that did is all of a sudden all their brothers and sisters or brothers and brothers and sister, they have scooters and she has a scooter too. All of a sudden she can now, she went from not being able to do a scooter like last fall, couldn't do the scooter. Now we got her a, just a regular scooter and she, she was out riding it. And it was like, yeah. it was like la- before when the, <clears throat> before the snow flew in October, couldn't ride the scooter. She could only ride a three-wheel scooter with like two wheels up in the front and what it was like a trike scooter type thing. And then suddenly, because this thing clicked in her head, now she's riding a regular scooter. And I, I, like, I didn't teach her that. She just, it just kind of clicked in her head. And I know, right. and it, we have to, we have to realize that this is kind of a, a scary thing for kids and we, and it's good to work them in slowly. I was reminded of this because I don't know if anybody has seen the one wheels out there. Like there's a they're kind of expensive, but it's this one wheel balance thing that you, you jump on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I looked at all the YouTube videos and I thought that was going to be really easy to ride. I don't know if you've ever ridden one. Um, uh, I haven't, but I've seen people riding them, but I looked like it was going to be super easy. And I thought, Hey, I've got good balance. I'm going to be able to do this. I bought it last, I don't know, last September or October. And it was the scariest thing ever. I, I tried Is to get on that thing. <laughs> it, well, it, it was for me. I thought it was going to be super easy. And it was, it was so intimidating, so intimidating to ride. And I had to force myself to ride it for the first week, you know, spend a little bit of time on it each day. And I got where my kids could ride it. But even then they're just like, it's, they're a little unstable on it. They, they don't ride it as much as I as I thought they would, because it's intimidating. And I think we forget that when you're a small child, or even if you're 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, and you've never ridden a bike before, it's, it's pretty intimidating. And so it's good to get people in at the ground level, especially before, before they start getting made fun of. Cause that's another thing. If they don't learn in kindergarten or, you know, up to maybe first, second, third grade, then it's going to become like a stigma for them and they won't yeah. want to do it because they, they probably never will at that point. They know? might, they might not. And that's another thing. If we don't get kids in at a young age, learning how to ride pedal bikes, what are the chances that they'll ever have a motorcycle as an adult? What are oh, those chances? Won't. Yeah, they definitely won't. Um, you know, we have, we have schools out there that, um, do kind of bike programs for older kids. So, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, um, they'll have like a, you know, a, an organization within the community that might have don- may have donated some bikes and they'll have a program where they get, you know, try to get these older kids to ride. And it is crazy. The amount of kids that age, fifth, sixth, seventh grade that don't know how to ride a bicycle. Um, so they're almost having to teach them how to ride a bike at that age. You know, and um, like you said, if you don't get it into, if, if you don't learn young, the chances of getting into, this is why I think it's so important for the motorcycle industry to kind of take notice of, of this and what we're, what we're trying to do. If they don't learn to develop that skill, I mean, they might not develop a, a love for it where, you know, as soon as they can, like with me, as soon as I could, I got a motorcycle license. You know, I had bought a motor, street motorcycle when I was a senior in, in high school, got my license as soon as possible. Not everybody's going to be like that, but if they don't know how to ride a bike at all, they're never going to even 
think about getting involved in it um, <clears throat> or riding off road or anything like that. So <clears throat> I think it's, it's really important. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do. So my role is my main role is like, we have a group of ambassadors. Yeah. I want to talk for, about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So we have a, a group of ambassadors for our program and they range from, um, you know, cycling industry people, motorcycle industry people. We've got some um, professional uh, motorcycle riders involved, um, mountain bike riders. And basically, you know, the, they're, they're helping out with spreading the word of the program um, and, and helping us do things. And, you know, some of them have funded schools and, and things like that. But I kind of I lean toward the, the moto industry, um, you know, and the, and the mountain biking industry just to kind of looking at it as, like I said, we're almost like a feeder. It's almost like a yes. feeder for like future generations of these with these companies, um, you know, getting them involved. And um, so that's kind of what what I'm trying to do is is get more awareness out there for us within those industries. And, and so people can kind of, you know, take notice like, yeah, this is really important if we want to continue, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure like motorcycle ridership is on the decline. I don't think it's growing. I think it's, you know, maybe flatlined or probably going down. Um, you know, and I, our goal is to, you know, get more kids into, you know, developing a love for two wheels who hopefully will one day want to ride a, ride a dirt bike or a street bike, or, you know, go buy a nice downhill mountain bike and, you know, make it part of their life. Yeah, I definitely think my sense is that street bike riding is going down. I, my, my sense dirt bike riding is on the, on the upswing, but I, maybe I'm just totally biased on that, but I do think. Yeah. I'd like to see those numbers, you know, like I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's hard, you know, like I, I know I have a group of guys that I ride with here, but outside of that group, like I can see like motocross, you know, that's always been the one that everybody wants to do, but I think enduro off-road. Um, it's hard to say, but yeah, yeah, but I like to see it grow more, you know? So that's, yeah, I just walk into dealerships, at least around here in Utah. And, uh, if I look at the amount of off-road machines versus the amount of on-road machines that I see in dealerships, and, and maybe that's not a good indication, but it's just like, I, I feel like I don't see as many street bikes. I was the same, same as you. I got my driver's license. The, the day I got my driver's license, I also did my motorcycle uh, license. So I've been licensed to ride a street bike ever since I've been, you know, the same day I got my driver's license to drive a car. Um, and I haven't done a ton of street bike riding, to be completely honest. I've only owned a couple of them. I'm kind of terrified when I'm out there. I'm just like, wow, there's so many cars that are just ready to kill me out on the, out on the road when I'm on a, on a motorcycle on the road. But the dirt bikes yeah. have been, I mean, it just took over my life and, and you never know who, who that, who, who's going to come into the sport that's really going to elevate it. Who are some of the, I, I don't know if we can talk about it, but who are some of the national ambassadors, um, that, uh, some of the ones that you're working with? Yeah. So since I've kind of come on board, um, We've got Cody Webb um, on, you know, Factory One Sherco, um, Hard Enduro, Enduro Cross Rider. Uh, Colton Haker is an ambassador. Um, Keith Curtis, who, you know, is a snowmobiler and Hard Enduro rider. Um, so those are like some moto guys that we have in like the, the bicycling world. Um, we've got uh, Brian Lopes, who's a four-time, you know, world mountain bike champion. And he's actually doing some amazing stuff in, in Southern California. He's got like four schools that he's fundraised for and brought the program in, into, um, in, in Southern California there. Um, a whole bunch. I mean, we've got a big list. I think we have 100, 120. Um, and like I said, they, they vary, you know, we have, you know, just some are just good Samaritans, you know, people that are in their community and it's like, man, I really, I really like this program. I want to do something to raise funds. And like, I want to put this in the school in my town. And, you know, those are the kind of people that, you know, I want to talk to and, um, you know, see if they, if they'd like to help us and, you know, officially come on board with our mission. Um, you know, it doesn't have, you don't have to be a, a pro, you know, pro this or pro that. I mean, you can just be a person that believes in getting kids healthy and getting them riding. And, um, you know, maybe you have a, a couple schools you're familiar with and um, you want to, you know, explore the idea of fundraising and getting the program in. Those are the kind of people that we're, we're looking for. Um, you know, to, to come on board as, as ambassadors of the program. And then another, another thing that I'm, I'm kind of doing is um, reaching out to, 
you know, various, you know, businesses, dealerships. Um, you know, we have uh, a couple Indian dealerships that are doing a, doing things where they like, um, you know, round up at their, when they're checking out you know, they round up and the money goes to all kids by. So they're fundraising within the store um, to bring a program into their communities. Um, actually just did a really cool thing with uh, um, one of our ambassadors, Alex Mock, who's in um, Southern California. He puts on a, he has a company called DRT racing and he puts on a, uh, uh, at Lake Elsinore, kind of a kids, um, all encompassing kind of kids racing. So he does strider racing, Stasic racing, the 12 and 16 inch class, um, modified versions, PW fifties, you know, TTRs, CRF fifties, and they get a ton of kids out that race this. And what we're doing now with that is, um, every, every registration that they have, we're doing a dollar donation to all kids bike. And he does like 21 races a year. He gets like 400 registrants per race. Um, and then, uh, the, the organization, it's called um, the Wacky Racers. They're matching the donation that he's doing. So we're going to do some really good work with that and getting the program into more more places out there. Um, and you know, again, it's like uh, it's kind of a feeder thing for his racing league. You know, they, you get it into the the kindergartners in the school start to learn how to ride, and then the next thing you know, they're going out to his races and they they're racing their the Strider bike out there. You know, maybe they you know end up getting a, a little stay sick and they're racing a stay sick. Um, so that's pretty cool, but yeah, that's kind of with the, with the ambassadors, you know, just, just passionate people that believe in it and, and want to make a difference. And, um, you know, even if that difference is just using their voice on social media by, you know, tagging all kids bike or, you know, things like that, just helping us spread the word and, and, and get the message out there. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's probably a good segue into like, how do people, how do people get involved? Like, what's the best way if we've got listeners of this podcast that want to get involved I mean, you're probably looking for PE teachers, principals, enthusiasts, ambassadors, all of the above. How do they get in contact with you? And, and, and then what, I mean, what does this process look like? Like, let's say there's a PE teacher or a principal that's listening to this. Um, what do they, what do they do? How do they contact you? And, and what does that process entail? Yeah. So um, you can go to our website, allkidsbike.org. Um, there's a, a lot of information on there, contact forms on there. Um, you can uh, you can reach out to us. Email me hunter at allkidsbike.org. and uh, that's kind of getting the process started. And I would say, you know, if you're a PE teacher, you'd like to bring this into your school, um, definitely get in touch with us. Like I said, through the website or my email, um, or our, our all of our contact information is on there. Um, get in touch with us if you're a principal. Same thing, you know, if you want to figure out how it works, what you have to do. Um, we can go over the application um, and everything with you. And then, you know, business owners are just, like I said, somebody that's in a community and thinks that it would be good for, you know, their kid's school, or you have a kid that's going to be in kindergarten um, next year. And you think it would be cool that they had a bike program in their PE class. Um, like I, I would have loved it in PE if I had a, you know, bicycle program, I would have thought that was awesome. Um, so if, uh, you know, if you're, you want to look into it, yeah, just allkidsbike.org and, can reach us from there. We're also on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, um, YouTube channel. But yeah, that's the, uh, that's the way to get a hold of us. And like I said, anybody who, you know, if you want more information, um, just kind of what we're all about, or you want to figure out a way to get it to your school. Um, you know, we want to hear from you and, and work with you and help you out. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I, I do think that this is an amazing feeder program for the moto community. And that's the point that I would really like to drive home to my listeners is, um, you know, sometimes we, it, it's too easy for us to forget that the first thing that has to happen for you to get into moto is you need to learn to ride a bicycle. You cannot ride a dirt bike until, I mean... <laughs> Most people are never going to, like we said, most people are never going to ride a dirt bike unless they've learned how to ride a pedal bike. And so that's what, that's what all kids bike is trying to do is make this a mainstream thing and get support from people and get funding from people, businesses, organizations, so that we can get these in your individual communities. And the only way to get a program like this into your community is if you and your friends and your business associates or whatever step up and say, Hey, let's get, let's contact the school and let's get some money, you know, 
fundraised here and let's get this program in so that our kids can be exposed to this at a really young age and just help kids get more active. You know, so, so many of the, like PE seems like a perfect place to do it. If we're teaching basketball, if we're teaching badminton or like four square or whatever they teach, uh, why not teach some, some bikes? And, and a big problem with it is like the equipment. It's like schools are going, well, we don't have 20, you know, pedal bikes or whatever. We don't have 20 bikes. We don't have the equipment to be able to teach this. So that's one of the ways you guys are coming in and solving that problem is by be going, Hey, we've got solutions for this. Um, right. and, and this is, this is a cool thing that can happen in your community, in your school, which can help benefit the social well-being, the physical well-being of the kids. And then for us in the moto community, uh, you know, selfish side note over here is this gives us a, an additional pool of people to pull from as they grow up. And then we can start selling them motorcycles and getting them into this and getting them into our sport and and uh, a high tide raises all ships. And I guess that's the main thing with this is we're, we're, it's two wheels. Like I love everything on two wheels and we need to get more people involved in two wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're curious about what, uh, you know, say you're, you're in your community and you're just curious, you know, if there a school in your community that may be looking to get the program, if you also on our website, if you click on the donate button, we have a list of all the sco- of the schools that are in our, we call it the funding queue. Um, and they're in various processes of raising funds to get the program into their school. Oh yeah. There's um, a ton of things in here. Yeah. So we have a, a pretty long list of schools there that are, that are in the process of raising funds. And then we have various pages um, with our ambassadors and other organizations that are um, you know, looking to raise funds to do different things in, in their communities. But, you know, if you'd like to make a donation um, you know, we say $10 teaches one kid how to ride a bike. Um, you know, you can go to the website there and click the donate page. And, you know, if you're curious about what, if there's a school in your community, kind of scroll through there and see. And, um, you know, like I said, if you, if you want to bring one into the community, just let us know and we can, we can work on that process as well. But yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I'm passionate about two wheels, you know, just like you. And I, I just think it's so important to, especially you know continue to for the health of the the population and the the industry in general just to to get more kids exposed to riding and uh you know seeing seeing where they go from it you know as they as they progress so awesome well it's allkidsbike.org all the information is over there i've just been kind of clicking around on the website a little bit while me and hunter have been talking um, yeah, there's a donate button there. There's a, a contact button. You can learn more about what is going on with this. And I think it's a cool thing. So if you're listening to this, uh, please go check that out. Allkidsbike.org. Um, they've got contact pages on there, or you can just email Hunter, right? It was, it's Hunter at allkidsbike.org. Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. You can shoot us a message through Instagram, you know, Twitter, Facebook too. We check all that stuff. All those. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully, uh, you can continue to do the the good work, the good work out there. I appreciate you reaching out, and I'm I'm glad that we took the time to kind of stay stay with each other and uh, and record this podcast. So uh, I appreciate what you're doing, and and uh, who knows, maybe maybe Dirt Bike Channel can be an an ambassador later this year. We'll just kind of see what uh, how things how things shake out. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kyle. And if you ever uh, you ever want to make a trip up to the Black Hills, man, let me know. We got some good riding up here. We'll we'll take you out. Is that <laughs> is that up by Sturgis? Is that kind of where that that is? Yeah, yeah. So that the whole area there, you know, the Black Hills. So we're in Rapid City. Um, got kind of a pretty big swath of of, of land. Um, that uh, it's some pretty gnarly stuff. Some really good single track. Um, yeah, some good riding. So if you ever make it up this way, definitely let us know. And we'll we'll take you out. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for joining, and uh, I'll cut you loose. Appreciate All it, right. Kyle. Thanks, thanks Hunter. Bye. And that's it. So uh, that was our interview with Hunter uh, Johnson with All Kids Bike. Uh, thanks for joining us on that podcast. That was a lot of fun. Just kind of talking with him. I've been meaning to get that interview done for I don't know two or three months. Um, so that was, that was super fun to kind of finally have that done. Um, if you want to support what they're doing, it's allkidsbike.org. Go over there, check it out and, uh, leave a single track while doing it. Thanks so much guys.